When we, we, yeah, going back this to... This is going to be framed. It's like when <laughs> Mr. Krabs framed his first dollar. His dude. first dollar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, this is going to be framed and on the set of the Aruga podcast. Right. <laughs> what happens? Dude, <laughs> how about this? How about this? On our on our 100th episode, and we have, like, all the candles, and we have, like, or not the candles, when we have all the cameras and It'll all the setup. It'll be charity event. Right. <laughs> well, the thing is, we'll have, like, we'll have... <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to go to Joe Rogan's um, episode. It was it was 1666 with Duncan Trussell. And the way they start that podcast, it's all dark. <laughs> and, they're, and they're wearing, like, cult outfits. And they light a ton of candles. And then they start the uh, podcast going... <laughs> and it's so cool. <laughs> and I think for the hundredth episode, we could do the same thing with those candles. <laughs> yeah, we'll finally light them. Welcome to the op. Be sure to check out Aruga's shop. We make shirts and hoodies that are comfortable and stylish. Follow at Shop Aruga and visit arugastore.com. That is O-R-U-G-A store.com. Beat produced by Saipuda. Check him out at saipudabeats.com. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Aruga Podcast with your hosts, Nolan and Preston. <laughs> Here to yeah. talk about everything. Right, right. And actually, we got named number eight podcast in Cincinnati by Feedspot.com. Which I'm surprised <laughs> you remember the name of it. I know. Well, the thing, the only reason I remember the that website that named us number eight Cincinnati podcast is because I tweeted at him last night and I think, and I thanked him for it. Oh yeah. Um, which was funny because I, I guarantee that website is just like a, an algorithmic bot website. That's that what has I was about to say. <laughs> that was, that's the first word that comes to my head. What? Algorithm? Algorithmic. Yeah. Yeah. It's all just doing the crunching the numbers. Right. But the thing is when you, so, okay. The reason I found this website is if you look up Cincinnati Podcast, the first link is this feedspot.com. And they ranked us number eight best Cincinnati podcast. Okay. So I was like, how do you guys how do you guys rank podcasts? Like what what's the what's the, the system? Criteria. Yeah, like how do you do it? How do you rank them? And I was like looking through the website and they're like, well, we Hold up, we're about to give out cheat codes right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, well, they were saying that they don't they don't pick any podcasts onto their lists unless they've had a person listen to it, like an actual person listen to it. I was like, hmm, I don't know if I believe you, but it, that was a fascinating like clause that they had in the website. So, so thanks to you, thank you for ranking us Feedspot. Oh my gosh. Hopefully we We're getting have, recognition. Oh my god. Hopefully we have like all the points and all the categories like visual appeal. Oh yeah. Best we cover. Can, yeah. Best intros. <laughs> we, gotta, 
We got all the fields. We got all them right. knocked out the park. And soon, one day, we'll have best visuals, too. We don't have cameras now, but one day we'll have cameras and be able to... You'll be able to see our smiling faces as we record the podcast. One day. It's It'll not this episode, but soon in the future. Be a well-oiled machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> soon we'll have one of those like guys on the computer worrying about the cameras and worrying about the setup, and then me and you, Nolan, can just like roll up and be like, "All right, let's hit play. Boom, let's go." Not to be dissing the future guy. Oh if no! He, if you were to be listening to this episode, shout out to the shout out to our future tech guy. It could be a woman. <laughs> You never know. That's so true. Why it did I say be, guy? It, it could, could be a person. <laughs> not even someone from this planet at this point. Oh, so you want an alien to be our recorder? Be our DJ. Yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Our tech our guy. Interst- our st- interstellar DJ. Our tech alien. And that doesn't mean he's from another country, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> our tech alien. <laughs> our tech alien, yeah. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be kind of cool. He could show are us you like saying aliens are only good at their higher advanced technology. They're not good at music. They're not good at art. I'm sure they're good at all of it. They could wow, do. Well, I don't you want just them to think they're good for their technology. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh well, yeah, because the only thing we can sell no one is art. So <laughs> they need to be the ones who are getting good at technology. Humans only be thinking about the tech side of uh, aliens. They never be oh. thinking about, wow, what a, what does alien music sound like? Right. What, what does is, alien art look like? Do they make sculptures? Mm-hmm. Do they make sculptures out of planets? You never know. That'd be cool. What if there's a whole exhibit of like alien art s- on a... We'd be able to see it with a telescope. Why? We can barely see the surface of the moon with a telescope. We would have to have a telescope as big as Texas to be able to see the, to be able to see the moon's surface. I guess you're right. I, you know, I don't want to be right, How, but I mean, there are powerful ass telescopes, though. Mm-hmm. The James Webb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking at that. Um, we actually never mind. I was about to like. I was about to talk about the probe we sent in the 1980s or 90s. That telescope that we sent that went beyond uh, Jupiter. And I was looking at photos online of the. Of the images that it captured and sent back to Earth, but yeah, even those images from that telescope, they're they're okay images, you know. They're not very, they're not very impressive. But no, no, that's my opinion. Talking <coughs> about images that aren't impressive. Hmm. You want to talk about the Billionaire Boys Club? Well, the thing is, Billionaire Boys Club is like so goddamn similar to what we do as like merch designers which is so funny dude because like and you it's were not sh- even like we take hella inspiration from them either we take zero actually we took zero inspiration from them it's not like we got <laughs> mood boards around here of just like different brands per se we just have hella mood boards of art from like all centuries all eras and cultures, you know, cultural things. Yeah. That are very, um, and just like historical things, such as but the, the launch of the Voyager rocket. The launch of the Voyager rocket. It's not a crazy, like, how do I say this? It's not, it's a cultural icon, the Voyager getting launched to space. So the yeah. fact that we also use that in the uh, like one of the middle ground 
Designs, which is a piece of merch from the Thermal Collection. It's just so damn similar to what Billionaire Boys Club did, which is so interesting. They have uh, recently released it, but they call it Heat Map. <laughs> yeah. But the <laughs> crazy map, shit okay. is that they like copied from like two or three of our collections. Or so it seems we're just delusional in that sort of way. Well, the thing is, we came out with most of our merch a year ago. Yeah, and, and we didn't take any inspiration from, say, like, clothing. We s- we seen, like, actual thermal mapping. Mm-hmm. And right. Images like that. And we, we were like, that shit would look tight on clothing. We were seeing, uh, we were looking at, um, I remember the first conversation. Or, like, weather there's that, and then there was um, something in Call of Duty. This is going to go to oh, video yeah. games. The scope. The scope with thermal. That's what made me think of it originally. Well, I think you, you were the one who like really pushed the idea. But the first time I saw something like that was in Call of Duty. I guess that was the Cold War game, and I had a thermal scope that I was obsessed with. I loved my thermal scope, and I was... I know. Mm. Especially on snow maps. Oh, my God! Dude, there was this one Spec Ops mission. Yeah. And it was the, like, sur- it was the waves of survival. Okay. And uh, there would be, like, helicopters coming in, mm-hmm. dropping, dropping enemies off. And one of the guns was like a LMG with a thermal scope. Yeah. And it was just yeah. like a hundred rounds. You would just God. be lighting people up. Right. But thermal scope was, yeah, one of the early inspirations. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, during the, um, when I was really into Call of Duty Cold War, that M16 with a thermal scope, I was so, uh, I was in love with that, with that setup. It's crazy because I do lo- I like I like Billionaire Boys Club, but it feels like a diss. <laughs> yeah, it feels like we're getting, it feels like we're getting ripped off. It feels like a sneak diss. Yeah, that's what it is. It's we're a sneak su- diss. We're such a low key brand. Yeah, that no one else would give a shit. Of course, right. But what other brands are doing this sort of style? And the dude. Okay, so our work week collection. We surrounded the diamonds, the diamonds, and then they do thermal diamonds like it's a like it's a new thing. (laughs) It's crazy, dude. Yeah, on the denim, (laughs) and they're like, let's just add more blur to it. That would be better. And it's like, bro, how in God's name did we hit it so on the goddamn nail a year ago? Yeah, and they're coming out with this with these collections like it's fucking groundbreaking. I'm sorry that they chose an astronaut as their little mascot, cause that's such a cool little thing. Oh, to have yeah. as an icon, yeah. yeah, it's a cool icon. It's very smart, and especially the Halloween version that they had that you were showing me just moments ago. It was a black shirt with orange uh, digital art on it, and it was like the same icon that they usually use, which is a astronaut's head with a man. Oh yeah. In the, Are you talking the about the hoodie I showed you? No, it was a t-shirt. Oh, a t-shirt. The long, well, I say t-shirt, but a long sleeve yeah. shirt, and um, it had a skull with a 
astronauts uh, uh, helmet their halloween drop yes dude that was a really cool shirt yeah and especially the fact that it's um glow in the dark so like it goes from orange to yellow when like an orange is the daytime fluorescent Mm -hmm. in the dark color that that stuff was cool i mean like i i gotta tip my hat off to billionaires boy billionaire boys club for doing that i mean that's pretty cool true what is that Triple B? You yeah. have a class action lawsuit coming your way right now <laughs> because you have copied our designs. No, <laughs> because you know this what? We won't win a, that one. This is not a free market. <laughs> this is not yeah. a free creative market. <laughs> right, right. I don't think all we'll the get proceeds that. that they have made from all those designs coming straight into our pockets. They're arugas. I'm just kidding. But um, no, honestly though, we're a year ahead. Uh, they don't know what we got brewing. And the thing is, they don't even know us, though, which is sad. <laughs> it's pretty sad, but... Um, yeah, it's just this delusional thought in our heads. Pretty much. Because, like, I, I like Pharrell Williams. Like, he's a cool guy. Who else do, Who else runs that brand besides uh, Pharrell? I think Nigo. Nigo? Oh, that dude, the uh, beat producer? I guess yeah. he's also a little bit of a and then singer or um, artist or whatever. I'm not cultured enough to know Nico. who runs it. He came out with one album fully... But it might be just that that guy. Just those two people? Just Pharrell and Nico? Yeah. Okay. I'd have to look it up. We don't have a l- uh, internet guy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But talking about them. Oh, it'd yeah. It'd be so nice to cop their $900 bike, but it already sold out. That was such a cool BMX bike, too. I liked the... They had... The tires had color, the rims had color, the frame, the handles, the brakes, like everything was special or like specially designed on that bike, which was pretty cool. And then with that bike or with the purchase of that bike, you told me that it comes with an outfit as well, which is so cool. I'm pretty sure. So that's a great yeah, idea. Founded by Yeah. Pharrell and Ego in two thousand three. How does how's Nigo not have a first name? Like he's just like going by that. I don't know. Uh, One day I'm gonna be natty. (laughs) Yeah. And people will be questioning that. Sure. Like, where's Natty's last name, bro? (laughs) (laughs) You know? It's like Uh, Fat Joe. Right. Fat Joe. Yeah, that be It's just so iconic to be known as like one or two words. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just short and simple. Right. I don't know if I talked about this before, but I was listening to an interview of Action Bronson, and he was explaining his name and how his father used to like a actor whose last name was Bronson. And he was like, Bronson, huh? I got to have two names, so I guess I'm Action Bronson, which was just like to hear him say that. Oh, because of, um, I, like, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayhem has... Was it Lauren Mayhem yeah. or something like that? What's his... God damn. I can't believe it's I'm blanking. It's either that or the other way around. Lauren. Mayhem Lauren or Lauren Mayhem? I don't know. It's I one of them. I can't believe we're getting this wrong. But I think like, I'm one such of a fan other, of them, too. One of the other interesting names is ASAP Rocky. Of course, he's in ASAP Mob. But yeah. he's called Rocky because his first name is uh, Rakim. And everyone just thought that his name was Rocky. You know what's crazy is that my phone just flipped out and said that you were FaceTiming me. What? Is your phone doing that too? No. Okay. 
Anyways, um, yeah, I'll, I'll look that shit up later. But pretty cool having two names. I, you know, I might just keep with my legal name because I don't think I'm creative enough to. I mean, there's already one press and that rules all of YouTube apparently. Oh, so yeah. You're screwed. I know. Or I'll just have to get more famous than him. And I know there's there's a Nolan on the Mr. <coughs> B squad. So Is there really? I'm kind of screwed. Mm. Yeah. But you can still you could still capitalize the on the word Maddie. Yeah. No one's rocking that yet. Yeah. And it's technically my name. You have to do N A D D I though because just for I don't know I'm seeing yeah, some I'm seeing so many people in Cincinnati being like nasty Natty N A T T I. Like, I see that all the time. Cincinnati, uh, what's it, University of Cincinnati's baseball team, like, almost copyrighted N-A-T-T-I. Can I show you some shit, but ad break style? So, like, this is where that ad would be. I put my heart, my blood, my sweat, my tears to this game, and... History, we in the record books. podcast has united with the galactic federation with worldly symbols and alien logos we celebrate our galaxy with new merch hope you love it and godspeed i guess other brands that i've been thinking about was um dude i've like been i was researching off white so much recently since um since I, since Virgil has had some album covers come out recently, you know, long live Virgil. And it's so fascinating that how, uh, like I, I know I've said this before on the podcast, but it fascinates me how a man can do so well in an industry, a man can do so well in digital design and design in general, that he can have stuff rolling out after he dies so impressive i mean it just like it goes to show like his like work ethic and how much he really was into his craft and really into his work um yeah it makes me want to like have owned something off white before he died like i'm i'm kind of sad that i didn't ever buy anything when he was alive same same i I mean it was just too expensive yeah and honestly like we're just kind of we were so young at that time like that was just associated as like hype beast culture Mm -hmm. and we were like 14 at the time right we were like what the what the hell is adidas (laughs) adidas is more than just a shoe right oh god are you good you want me to reconnect you did i mess my audio no, you're good. Okay. I think it was just my hearing. Okay. But the bag that I wanted to show you, it's this tote, and it just looks super... I don't even know. I think it's a messenger bag. Okay. But it, it just looks so fancy. I would definitely cop it, even though I have the CP Company Whoa. bag. Man, it's funny how you've never talked about CP Company yet on the podcast because yeah. of how obsessed you are of CP Company. Shout out to them because... Yeah. That guy also founded Stone Island. Okay. And you know who rocks Stone Island a lot? No, who rocks Stone Island? Drake. Does he really? 
Yeah. My fucking lawyer, Lord and Savior, Drake. Yep. But CP Company is just hell of a lot better because they got real jackets and coats that are built for like the weather. Built for f- below freezing. Like I want to buy, I want to buy a jacket or coat from them so bad. This brand that you just showed me, Talking Turps, their bag. That's a really high class bag I know. that they came out with. If like that, if they the price that at like two hundred or three hundred, I'd be like. Yeah, makes sense. This is so cool. This is so cool. And it's funny how, like, it's so funny to me how you're obsessed with bags and, like, just in general, like, yeah. just having, like, you, you just um, accessories. Right. Yeah. You go beyond the clothing, which yeah. <laughs> is so funny to me because, like, this is a really high class bag, especially I mean, with the straps. I was the one who was promoting the idea of the Aruga Fanti. Or phantom fanny pack. That's very true. And I was the, about to say fanty pack. The, <laughs> the fanty pack. You know, yeah, yeah, right. That's, That's true. Nickname you, for it now. You were totally in love with the idea of having fanny packs and the um and yeah, tote this, bags. This uh, talking terps messenger bag is really dope. And those literally. Yeah. Right. And I was looking at their um. It's probably gonna be sold out by the time this episode is released, but all their shit guaranteed. Sells, all their shit sells out. They're uh. What is it called? Like exclusive. An exclusive brand? They're like Flatbush. You know how when Flatbush releases on Fridays at 420? Mm-hmm. And all their shit sells out by like 5 or 6 o'clock that day. Which is, can I tell you, that's the ideal world right there. Yeah. I wish that Aruga, that we could do the same thing. That we'd we release. could pull that off a design a week. Mm-hmm. Just release like a quality ass thing weekly even if it's an accessory or a prop and imagine so like in a world where okay we take a month we take a month or two off and then we prepare to create a lot of designs order a lot of order a lot of quality merch and then we could easily pull off every single week we only release one article of accessories or one like you know one piece of clothing or one pair of shorts or some headbands or whatever it is and that's very doable it's very doable and um yeah dude i i loved flatbush zombies's merch that they would come out with every friday they had some really cool stuff their tie-dye is excellent oh their their tie-dye is excellent and like, their font uh, selection dude, font got, selection bro i think i got a free poster or maybe i bought it but it like uh it came with the sweater i think what came with the sweater and I you know that iconic blue flappus sweater that i always wore mm-hmm. I oh wore yeah that shit for like three years in, in a row mm-hmm. just like it never who do you think does all the designing for flatbush that's the thing, like the the prints never really came off. Oh but really? Yeah. Really? They were that I good mean, with washing and drying? The uh there was one of the shirts that ended up like the color ended up coming out. Okay. That's only because it, it got it ended up with the whites. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you mixed it in. Yeah. It yeah. It, it made it faded. Well I have to say though, is that Flapper Zombies, their design their designs were always really impressive. We need to get in contact with their tie dyers. 
yeah. With their suppliers. Their suppliers are top fucking notch. They're yeah. really good. And whoever runs that that Flatbush website, whoever does all of the merch and does like all of the all of the merch and just I don't even think they have models, do they? I don't think so. I've never seen any models. It's always just like photos of the stuff on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's never on a white backdrop. Right. The the clothes are and the merch are I never I mean obviously it's quality merch. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they never used any models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe they did, but I've never seen any of them. The cool thing that I think a bunch of brands and artists should follow. Hmm. And I think we would one day. If we had a warehouse of like shit. It's just num like numbering the product. So it'd be like one of two fifty. Oh. Or just like stitching that in somewhere. Interesting. Or just like s- letting them know that it's never going to be made again. Yeah, again right. by that brand. That's a cool thought because that's a big deal with paintings. I mean, I have this painting right here, which is a what's well, technically a print, obviously, but it's. Oh, that's numbered. Yeah, it's. 348 out of 850 (laughs) and so like that's a cool idea just only have you know yeah you only let's say you only have 250 versions of this one shirt and then you sell out and you yeah that's a cool idea i'm a big fan of that yeah that's a cool thought but um man you never showed me uh zombie juices bag that is the bag because that's his brand. Oh. Talking Terps is his brand. That's his brand? Yeah. Damn. I think he runs it with someone else. But, I mean, other that's than that, I think he, like, contributes a bunch of his art to it. That was a really well-ran um, Instagram webs- or Instagram page, too. Just yeah. for how they did all the, all the uh, product pictures and how they did... Everything for the merch and the accessories. Very official looking. Very official looking. That's so cool. Yeah. Damn. I wish... I'll go back to this. I wish they would make another album so bad. But... Uh, Michi Darko just came out with some shit. Really? Single album? Uh, Eight songs. Eight songs. Kind of EP-ish, huh? I don't know how you access it. But it's out there. Michi Darko. Yeah, he did come out with one. Love the Beast Coast. We Doses. Love, love the Glorious Dead. Yeah. That's a Flatbush Zombies, you guys changed my life. <laughs> 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 Take that as an audio bite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I would be without you guys. You guys just... Actually, I, never mind. <laughs> All I can remember is on one of their songs. He's trying to be friends, huh? Right, on one of their songs, they'd be like, I'm a lesbian, but I let you fuck me. <laughs> that part of it. It's just so funny. Dude, they, they have some of the fucking funniest sound bites on their... Um, Not for real, though. They were probably my most bumped artist or artist group mm-hmm. for th- four years straight. Three four years. Four years, Three man. or four years straight. Really? All throughout, like, after sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Or continuing or starting sophomore year. Right. Dude, can I say this of how apparently Kahaya knows DJ Clockwork? Or not, doesn't know directly, but has a friend of a friend who knows DJ Clockwork. Which is, I 
has ties to Mac Miller, which is like so fascinating because that's Mac Miller's one of the artists that I've spent three or four years of just heavy listening to Mac Miller. I remember being in the top uh, 1% of listeners from, I don't know what year it was. It was like 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. For Mac Miller? Yeah. But he's just on the on my station on repeat. Yeah. For real. His albums, man, are so good. They're so good. There's not one the album. The fact that you can just, the replayability factor mm-hmm. of his songs. And the brilliance. Everything goes down to writing, and can you make your music sound like a fucking symphony? And, it's and like it does. Every time I hear his songs, it's mm-hmm. like they're fresh again. And sometimes, like you'll live a little bit of life, you'll expand your vocabulary, and then you'll go back to the, his songs, and you're like, "Dude, I don't remember this word being in there, or this word, or this word. Where is this coming from? How did I just gloss over this song?" Yeah, and. Like, I, you know, I've been really into the UFC a lot lately. And then I'm listening back to Mac Miller. It's like ancient jujitsu. And you're like, bro, <laughs> I don't remember that word being in your song, Mac Miller. What are you fucking. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so wild. Yeah. The, uh, the fact that, like, you could just be uh, having different moods throughout the week. Mm hmm. And, like, I was playing Delusional Thomas. Probably like three days ago. Mm-hmm. And um I think it's like Doctor Thomas or one of the songs off of there. Yeah, yeah. It was just like bar for bar what I was thinking or like how I felt. And I was like, damn. He just be in my mind. Mm-hmm. Or just like I don't know. On the last podcast I was showing Kahaya Delusional Thomas and then he was like, Yeah, it's pretty good. But then he was like, let, let me, let, let me, let me show you a, a, a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> I don't know how much more I can praise that mixtape, but Delusional, Delus- Thomas. Delusional Thomas is so underrated. Like, it should be a cultural ph- phenomenon. It's not even rated. Who else do you know has higher pitched their voice and made a mixtape? And it sounded good. And it's it sounds not even good, but, but killer, a killer, and it's he crazy how intimidating as a minion, right? <laughs> That's the crazy part. <laughs> no. You can Dude. you can sound intimidating as a minion, right? And it's so crazy how Mac Miller was embarrassed of that project, so he put it under his pseudonym, Delusional Thomas. Yeah, and he basically like hid that from his like mainstream stuff. Which I get, but like also I don't get because it's so damn good. Yeah. I can't believe it was hidden. It'll never go on Spotify. I'll put my hand down and say that. I'll put my hand on a Bible and I'll say that Delusional Thomas will never make it to Spotify or any it's public. It's too edgy. It's too edgy. And the Mac Miller like uh, foundation. Yeah, posthumous release. It is too edgy on uh, on major platforms. Oh, yeah. But if it was him wanting to put that out there, if if Mac Miller was still alive yeah. and he did want to put that out there, I'm sure he could. But since he's passed away, his family foundation is not going to be like, you know what we really want? It's delusional Thomas on public platforms. <laughs> There's I just got, no way. I got three vinyls <laughs> left that I want to cop. 
mm-hmm. of Max. And that's Faces Vinyl, mm-hmm. watching movies, mm-hmm. and, and Good AM. And that basically will complete my, my uh, Thanos gauntlet. Right, yeah. Of Mac Vinyls. You do that. For a good few years. You do that, and I'm going to go for all the Drake albums. On vinyl, dude. I gotta get every. I gotta get all the Drake vinyl. <laughs> what? All the Drake vinyl albums? Yeah, dude. No you're gonna, way. You're laughing, but like that's crazy. That's because such a funny joke. <laughs> yeah, that's they, so go, they gotta be good looking. That's the thing. That's wild. That's that a thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. I disagree with you. Cause bar for bar man some of those albums are so amazing yeah there's some of the greatest fucking albums in rap what do you think about uh well that's for the dogs album did you already did we already talk about it i don't think i think we uh, we talked about it lately if you were to buy it on out uh vinyl would i yeah Hmm. it's too fresh for me to be able to say i would because I haven't listened to it enough. I haven't like fallen in love with the album yet. But there's a few songs that, dude, are so goddamn good. If you're not a vinyl, CD, or cassette collector, you're not cultured. You're not a cultured person. You don't know where to spend your money. And that's Nolan's opinion. <laughs> but uh, well, are you about to be the disclaimer? This yeah. This is not meant to offend anyone. This is not meant to. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, That's I'm not dude. really a car person. I'm not going to invest more money into just transportation. Something okay. that's taking me to point A. To You're point not going to buy some rims. You're not going to no, buy. I'm not a... trying to deck out my Toyota Camry, bro. Okay. <laughs> I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait to deck out a nicer car. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Of course. And the people that do that to like, obviously their trucks or yeah, just like. Say they're copping Corvettes at our age. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would just say that's bizarre. What kids I are getting are just getting de- like uh, car payments for a Corvette or not even a Corvette, but just like a Charger or some shit. I knew it, I had my neighbor of my last apartment. You knew him, right? You met you like. Don't be a starving person trying to afford car payment. Be a cultured person and buy vinyls of your favorite artist okay okay that's the way to do it in the free world yeah because i remember i had a neighbor who would have a uh what was it, a dodge challenger yeah he had a dodge no he had a jar- dodge charger but he had car payments for it and he was like decking it out and he's <laughs> new rims and i was like man how much money is that per month and he would never tell me yeah i think out a of a out of embarrassment <laughs> but like the thing was, is I remember that neighbor, and I was like, man, I want a car like that so bad. You know, he's so cool because he's got that new-ass flashy car. Every time I'm in my car, especially when I'm in when I'm in traffic, I'm thinking, I'm glad I'm not, I don't have, like, a Ferrari mm. or a Corvette right now. Because okay. I would just be sitting here wasting my time in a fast-ass car. Sitting in sitting traffic. In traffic, the yeah. same in the same way i would be in a toyota camry mm-hmm. if i was still going 90 down down the freeway the whole time i would still be hitting like bridge traffic or whatever you know no matter what yeah no matter what you would be yeah but in the future so like the uh the way that i think about it is that it's not worth paying for right now like a fancier car okay like i think staying with a junk car mm-hmm. or like any Anything that, I don't know, is affordable 
in my opinion, is definitely crucial when you're young. Oh my gosh, yeah, of like course. Our age and thirty below. Yeah. Because when you're yeah. thirty up, you need something for your. You need an SUV and shit for the fam. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! You've heard my beliefs be before re- on realistic. that one. I'll never be that. I'll never be that minivan dad. I promise. Minivan dad. I'll never be that minivan dad. I'm you're gonna get, fucking. You're gonna be the Range Rover. Nah, <laughs> Range bro. Rover dad. It's gonna be a Mercedes C class. Drake is the Range Rover dad. He might he's be. The, he's the Range Rover. What is it? Deadbeat dad. I'll stop it. <laughs> Deadbeat dad. For like what the first. How many years? You know what Kahaya was saying on the last podcast? Until Pusha T's revealing. You gotta hear this. (laughs) You gotta hear this. That uh, on the last podcast, uh, Kahaya was like, Drake's kid is so, such a good looking kid. He reminds me of like a cherub. Like an. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with Kahaya? And I was like, I was tennising the conversation. I was like, Them is fighting words, Kahaya. I'm coming for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I was tennising the conversation, that's for sure. But it was so funny to me how, like, Kahaya was so into that. Nah, who else knew about Drake's kid before a pu- uh, Pusha T said anything about him? Nobody, bro. What are you talking about? Nobody. That's the thing. That's what. That's what's funny. I don't get how that's he funny, though. His, he did his research. Okay. Somehow, some way. I think that's just industry secrets, right? Wouldn't yeah. You, well, I mean, I'm sure gossip... I'm sure, like every industry. Nicki Minaj is like, oh, Drake, he's busy today. He's got uh, his son's birthday going on. <laughs> yeah, with that New York accent. Yeah. He's got his son's birthday going on. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that that Brooklyn kind of. Yeah. I it's can't deep. even. It's going on. Going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Mm. Be like son's birthday. What are you talking about, Nikki? <laughs> she gives like the details, the address. She gives the kid's name out. Gives them photos. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who did leak all that stuff. Like who gave? Who was the one who like spilled the beans on Drake's kid? It was probably the baby mamas, right? Wouldn't you think it would be that? Or it is the the woman requesting child support. Child support. <gasps> Obviously, or you could obviously just look at the open court records. Yeah, there's that. There's that, too. And also, I feel like that's Um, public domain. Isn't public domain to have like to register a marriage Mm. marriage certificates, I think, are public domain. But they were never married, though. No, I wonder if birth certificates are public domain. That's a fascinating thought. Uh, Probably not. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the obituary. Well, that that's ex- that death. Exists. That's death. Yeah. I know, but what's the difference? Between death and birth? A lot. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> you're, a lot. you're in the obituary in the newspaper for your death. Where are you for your birth? And and what records? That's very true, ma'am. Very true. Not just... I mean, we're not in a newspaper, per se, for being like, oh, look who was born today. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> no, that, that would be... It would be day-old news. That would be horrible. That's what uh, Elon Musk tweeted out today. What? Or, like, yesterday, which is funny to say this quote. But uh, the newspapers 
of today is literally yesterday's news. Amen. Yeah, I would agree with you. Printed that night, and then you're handed. Mm Mhm. And then the day after. That goes on to the topic of um. The new cycle, man. The new cycle is such a fascinating thing because I've been trying to kind of curate my own new cycle. Does that make sense? Like I have my own routine now. Every time I wake up in the morning, I listen to this podcast called the PDB. The President's Daily Brief by Mike Baker. Presidents. Presidents well, Daily. What makes it the Presidents? I, it's just the title of the podcast, but it's the uh, the idea of the podcast is what would what information would the president be hearing that day? Because the president has a daily brief every day, apparently, on world news, and so I listen to this podcast every day, and it's from Mike Baker, who's an ex CIA agent. And like, it's very fascinating to like the news cycle because every single day I'll listen to this podcast. I'll listen to a couple other podcasts like uh, antiwar.com. That's a cool one too. And it's so interesting how conflicts, they're like a week long in our news cycle. They might be years long in reality, like the war in Yemen or the, the conflict in Israel or what's going to go on in Taiwan, or the American automotive strike that happened months ago, but I've never heard any uh, resolution from the American automotive, um, I forget what they call it, I don't know, anyways, like the American Automotive Workers Corp or something like that. It's like, is there more opening conflicts compared to ending conflicts? Yeah, I hear more about, in in my news cycle, I hear more about stuff like breaking news, conflict happening, but then I don't ever get the end of the, like, oh, this is how we resolve it. This is how this situation transpired and now it's ended. Like, I never hear the end of anything i always hear the breaking news what's transpiring what is happening at this moment but i never hear what's ending at this moment you know and it's very like it's really kind of baffling my mind because like will i ever hear the end of israel will i ever hear the end of the ukraine war will i ever hear the end of taiwan I just don't feel like it <laughs> now. I the don't feel like it. The conclusion news. The conclusion news. That's what I would like to hear. I would like to hear satisfying resolutions that um, that human the, the, beings... Yeah, the, re- the resolution. Yeah, that human beings have figured out a solution to issues. You know, that would be cool. We never hear that in our news, the solutions that were brought up or like the... Yeah, I... Which is really sad. I wish we did have that. One day we'll start a news station. And this is going to be copyrighted. This is uh, intellectual property right here. (laughs) No one can take this. (laughs) One day we'll start a news station where it's no breaking news, but it's solved. Solved news. Yeah. (laughs) That would be cool. That would be cool. I would really enjoy that. That's That's for sure. Where it's no- nothing's like um, pressing. It's all like <laughs> I know. I just take a drink of my a drink of my water, and it went all into my lap. 
which was so cool. I love when it goes all into my lap. It wouldn't be um, pressing news. It would be ease. It would be news of ease. Which would be nice. I would love that. I would love to see that like de-escalation of war happening in Israel. I would love to see the de-escalation of war happening in Ukraine. I would like love that species the species back to thriving in this area mm-hmm. across the globe. Right. Literally. <clears throat> and it's it like it's very sad that in 2023 we have a holy war going on between the Palestinians and the Israelites. And then we have um and then there's going to be a new bill that's going to go into the American Congress. Maybe I'm not saying that proper, but there's going to be a new bill that's proposed for $100 billion being proposed by Biden um, to fund Ukraine, which is going to be like, I don't know, like $85 billion plus. And then we're going to give uh, $6 billion to Israel, and then we're going to give some chum change to Taiwan. And... Man, you know, it is, at this current date, it is uh, October 21st of 2023, and I just don't see any of those situations being resolved, and which is scary, which is scary. How much do you know about the war in Yemen? Not shit. Let's deck out a base. Let's deck out a base in, in yeah. Yemen? Nah. When you put Taiwan, motherfucker. Oh (laughs) yeah, 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 (laughs) dude. I it's amazing how many active wars we have right now in the United States. That's the that's the American mindset apparently with the government. They're all thinking headstrong, Mm -hmm. thinking that we can just take out. We're a world global power. Take out, but just be in these places and just think that we have command. Or, I don't know, what respect. What I look at America right now is that, like, we ha- we're outstretching ourselves to be a global police, is what we say. We're a global police for the... Or, like, the UN, even. Mm-hmm. And with that, it just really, really resembles what England was back in, you know, 16 to 1800s when they were colonizing... You know, parts of Africa, parts of America, going to yeah, South America. The colonies, the colony states of America, were able to overthrow the Kingdom of England. Mm-hmm. And England is just an island, but think about it: like, just because a few people got some land and resources, they were able to build up and like an efficient army enough to fight f- against an entire kingdom. Which, dude, that's actually funny. That um, so this morning I was reading up on the Revolutionary War. The Revolutionary War is a fascinating one, and it, the the reason why it, it just fascinates me because it's like, I think it was like really like eighty thousand people that we were able to muster up to fight for us as Americans, as American patriots, and. It's just, that's not much, is it? I mean, no. that's a stadium that just collected and, like, <laughs> and like that's that's as big as a stadium, which yeah. is so fascinating. So, like, the the scope and scale of war, which m- was much smaller back in the day. But, I mean, still with the fact that, like, 
American militias. Militias are what saved the American Revolutionary War, which is fascinating to me. Just farmers, just people who live on the countryside, and they got together and they were doing and they founded this new type of warfare, which they dubbed guerrilla warfare. And they, uh, they had them cheat codes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't know that you could use stealth. <laughs> right. <laughs> stealth was on a thousand, bro. Yeah. And um they, I, they didn't know that the uh that perk wasn't unlocked for them yet. Right, right. Which the idea of civilized warfare was such a big yeah, thing. Lining up mm-hmm. and, and taking taking a row and just lining up and uh shooting. That's horrible, dude. That's such a horrible way to like it, it's so yeah. archaic now looking at it. Yeah, that's so like, archaic. It's like throwing hatches across. What's the equivalent? Mm-hmm. Just lining up for muskets. For sure. When was the last time you watched the um the movie The Patriot? I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen that. You've never seen it? No. Dude. I watched it last night and it's like it's just one of those movies that just makes me feel like such an American. Like, it makes me feel like such an American because, like, the ideas of the... No, nah, you know a movie? I was born on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. That movie with Tom Cruise is, uh... That's a good one. It's not better than The Patriot, though. No. I'm gonna, it's I'm gonna very argue. patriotic. Mm-hmm. Patriotic. Patriotic. Did you hear that? Um, I didn't know this, but apparently, apparently, Trump was trying to create his own political party to oppose Republicans and Democrats, and he wanted to make the Patriot Party. Hmm. Isn't that funny? I want to make my own party. <laughs> yeah, what would you call it? The Aruga Army. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which technically, people, if if there's more than one Aruga together, there's two Arugas or three Arugas, that makes an army of Arugas. Whoa. (laughs) A bunch of caterpillars together is called an army. How fascinating. It is. It is. I bet you uh, didn't know that one, listeners. And you didn't have to, let me tell you. Because (laughs) we didn't know that before we made Aruga. But that was a cool tidbit, though, to fi- to figure that out. And like, oh. the name is will forever be a secret. What? Aruga. Be a se- why? Elaborate. Don't give me that smile. With me. Just- okay. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. There's no hidden context behind it. I wish. Oh, like um, yeah, like a veil of yeah. of, of reasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like listeners, you have to actually buy our <laughs> VIP to be able to have the understanding and the pierce the veil of the <laughs> of the reasoning of why we named it Aruga. Yeah, there's <laughs> a higher meaning behind it. It's actually spiritual. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> what if we start selling religious books? <laughs> we just start re- writing. Well, actually, the Aruga religion is a um is a cult that. What do they call those mystery religions? Know. Should we stick to politics? Hmm. Or take over the religion? You know, we could do both simultaneously. It just doesn't work like that, though. I feel like Mormons did it in Utah. They took over religion and politics ah, in Utah. They, they did. They even took over the, the law. 
with the wives, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're that like, they did. We gotta get that passed. Right. Let's get us. Let's get our uh, people in legislation. We need multiple wives. That's the thing they did. They're like, we gotta vote our people in. That know we want more wives. <laughs> and do you think they forced their wives to vote for more Imagine wives? Imagine how that conversation went. Just being like, yeah, our legislators. We need to get them to vote for. We need more wives. You know, Joseph Smith was just one of the most revered, revered. Uh, I don't even. I was gonna say that he was a. How does it Utah in? So. I'm not really sure. We're kind of just doing Western Southern right I'm now. About Dust Bowl victim, <laughs> Dust Bowl victim. Yeah, <laughs> right, You're right. The Hoovervilles. I don't even know. It could be any state that the Dust Bowl affects. Yeah. Did we have Did we have Mormons come up to us recently? No, I guess we didn't. We had those. We had some evangelist. Were they evangelists that came up? I don't know what they were. They were proclaiming some word. Yeah. About Passover. That's true. They were not Jewish in any way, so. No, but these people came up to us. Correlate something with Passover. That's right. That's right. They're like, we should only celebrate the Passover when the Passover happens. We shouldn't. We diss them on this podcast, and then they see us in person one day, and they're like, we know. That you talked about us. No, because those people were out of their mind. At yeah, least the ones that not, came up to us. They're not the types listening to podcasts. They're listening to, the, to their Lord and Savior. <laughs> right, right. They're listening to the voices in their head. They're looking <laughs> up to the clouds. And they're seeing, they're God, seeing letters written. God, give me the answer. <laughs> so Okay, we're, we're really talking a lot of shit right now. But these people came up to us. Maybe like... I don't know five five or six days. It's funny because I think we had more, like both of us together. I think we knew more collectively about just the whole Christian faith and Bible and Bible. Bro, we have so much Bible education from going to school and being taught and the fact a that lot we're of the not, books. Yeah, we're not like going out and telling others to go and read the Bible. Right. I must have missed that chapter or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. The, out- <laughs> the outreach chapter yeah. where they're like, you got to tell other people about these fire poems, bro. <laughs> you know, you're listen. You're, yeah, dude. I, I, I can't believe that people, because, okay, so when this guy came up to us and asked us, like, do we know about the Bible? Do you want to come to Bible readings? You know, he was just one of those recruiters for the for a religion i started like not to sound rude or anything to anyone who like believes in any religion at all oh but yeah this is when, not a when this guy all. started talking he started referring to jesus of course as like the lamb and then he was referring to passover and like talking about blood and he's like the blood of the passover lamb Mm-hmm. And just all yeah, these code yeah, yeah. words. I just started like, um, you didn't burst out laughing, but I was about <laughs> to start burst out laughing. I just was re- like, I had a wide ass smile. Like right. my teeth were showing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like not engaging with the guy at all. But I was just like smiling, but not looking at him. Right. I was just like trying to almost eat. I, th- I think we were eating. 
and they just like interrupted us while we're eating. But they, they don't, they don't care about that. No, because before, before this man came up to us, I was whispering to you. I was like, man, we're about to get Bibles. We're about to have Bible talks. We're about to have Bible talks. <laughs> So funny we just are able to pick out the people <laughs> before they even approach us you know <laughs> it's like from at least 10 yards away we're able to like oh they're they're coming up to us they're about to try to they're dude, they're engaging they, oh my god because i just remember i could be a navy seal bro <laughs> <laughs> they're engaging they're engaging <laughs> right because you remember the you remember the last time that happened to us when um when the uh, Jewish recruiters came up to us and they looked at me. We actually have special edition collectors only funeral. What is it? Candles. What, it's it's called something specific. Oh, they're right there. They're that pink, the pink box right there. Oh. Go grab them because <laughs> we should read that out. So I'll, I'll do a little bit of a background. So when these people came up to us, they're just they're Jewish recruiters that were trying to tell us about the Jewish religion, and oh my god, and they God right. God bless now, them. God bless. We them. don't have a price on these yet. So <laughs> we, we might sell take, this on the store. We are taking bids though, but it is uh, one set and one set only for all of the grandchildren of. Um, who is the guy? Who who died? Yeah, don't, it's not a guy because look at the box; it's pink. Oh no no no! It's um. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh no, it's in loving memory of Miss Rochelle Duchman. Anyways, Duchman Duchman. Either I way, we have a very rare set of Shabos Shabos candles, mm-hmm. Shabbos, and I think they are um. Like commemoration candles, funeral candles. I don't mm-hmm. know what. Yeah, what they quite are. They're funeral candles. And um, well, that's. Let me go back to that original point though, because these kids came up to us, and they're just Jewish recruiters. This was the yeah. That was the gift at the end of it. And well, anyways, this kid came up to me, uh, uh, up to us as we were walking, and he looked at me. He's like, "Are you Jewish?" And I, I. I have this thing in me where I have to be like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> you have this thing. In <laughs> Just I, an innate ability to say yes. To say yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was like, I could tell. I could tell you're Jewish. And I was like, well, it's on my mother's side, not my father's. And he's like, well, that still makes you Jewish. Did you know that? <laughs> and anyways, um, we just spark up a conversation with these kids and... They might have been Orthodox Jewish or something. I don't know. But we were asking. I the asked one him, kid was McLovin, though. Like, oh, dead yeah. on. Dead Defin- on McLovin. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I was like, what do you, you know? How do you follow your religion? How do you pray? And he pulled out this, like, box. The, the box that was yes. wrapped. It was like a leather, a leather strap connected to this box. This and was the craziest story. He when did. when you're just out in public, out, out on a campus, yes. and you're just strolling about, and then these two kids just pull you over to the side and start talking about what they believe in. That's <laughs> so crazy. And, you're, and they start pulling out this weird box in their pocket, and they're like, this was wrapped around. What was it, their head or their hand? They would, they would put 
or their chest. They would put the they would put the leather binding onto their head, and the box would be on their forehead. And I don't know if this was done laying down or I don't know it like what. It was. It just sounds like an interesting process, though. Right, and he was saying that he prayed with this box being strapped to him, and it was just so weird. It was like I wanted him to show us. Like, yo, strap it on right now. Let's see this prayer process right now. Like, yeah. I want to see how you do it. But he never did. But he was showing us the box, and I asked him what I mean, was in the box. he did get that in depth. He was into it, right? Yeah. He was real into it. He was way more into it than those uh, Mormon people come up to us all the time, and yeah. they ask us to go to church. Way more into their religion than the Mormons were. Mm-hmm. The, rem- the Mormon recruiters that we see all the time. So... Yeah, these the University people. of Cincinnati is just a thriving campus of all religions, all, religions, <laughs> all backgrounds. <laughs> and you can, it's so funny how you can, you can tell there's the students, there's the faculty and walking the on campus, <laughs> and then there's the pilgrims walking on campus, like the religious nuts. And I, I'm not trying to call them nuts, but all the people who do recruit are trying to convert. Yeah, whoever's trying to convert. They're pretty nutty. They're always nutty, dude. That's that's our take on what our meaning of pilgrims is. Mm-hmm. It's not really like people that are coming here to pray f- to the Mecca of Cincinnati. No, they're just trying to they're, they're trying to get recruiters. Yeah. They're they're trying to recruit kids. It's more like converters than pilgrims. Right. Yeah. And it's they never have a convincing argument, which is really sad. Like if they were like if they were mildly convincing, they could hold me in a conversation. You know, I won't get converted. That's for damn sure. But they could hold me in a conversation, at least, to see where they come from. You know, what's their what's their thought pattern? But, man, most of them are just like, I believe it. And you're like, why? And they're like, because I believe. And you're like, okay. All right, that was a, thanks, thanks for that cool story. Thank you, I appreciate it. Because it goes back to the um, the Bible study guy that came up to us and was like, the Passover, we only celebrate the Passover once a year, and blah, 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 blah. And then I started asking him questions like, about Im- the Bible, and he couldn't answer. Imagine if I didn't know anything about that religion, mm-hmm. and you guys were just using those keywords and just throwing those back and forth. Right. And like, yeah, I wish he got that kind of awkward and was like oh you like I, I mean you knew hella shit about the conversation but i just wasn't trying to like get involved with that guy or ask any questions because they're the types to invite you to their church at the end of the day right yeah and like come to service it's great i promise we have a great community and we have fellowship and why don't you come to our little meeting after church too? We get dinner and we have we talk hey. about God. Oh no, I made it when we when we get invited to that Freemason meeting. <laughs> we, dude, we gotta go to the Freemason meeting. No, we gotta figure out what's dude. going on in them lodges, bro. I'll bring I know. a little. I'll bring a little hidden cam. We'll see Jay Z there, Michael Jackson maybe. Right. Right. We'll see him moonwalking on the checkerboard floor. I can't <laughs> wait until I have Google glasses on and I'll have like a camera rolling all twenty four seven and I'll uh, be mic'd Snapchat, up. Get the Snapchat goggle or right. lens. Right. Yeah. Or Dude. Fucking at that point it'll be the meta. 
And why would we be recording? Because, dude, Freemasons, I there's got to be something going on. There's no way that the Freemasons lasted hey. 200 years and there's not interesting shit going if on. If they catch me in them, in, in them, uh, what are they called? If they catch me in the... In the meetings? Yeah, I guess. The, are they meetings? Or I are say they, so. They're meetings, yeah. They're not like... Uh, Is there a... Religious... Gathering the Freemasons? Yeah. No, they're an ideal. Well, they're an ideology. That's like um. I I I'll start talking out of my ass. I don't really know. They're not a religion, but they're also not a political group. They're like in between those two. Yeah. Which is very funny. But and the Freemasons they, they are like. They definitely got some big players that have like hella, hella money in in it. You would think if they lasted lasted this long. Yeah. You know what did look hella call like though? Hmm. The when there was like a celebrity party, but it was where everyone wore all white. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I don't. But it you looked should, like why don't you talk about when you lived by a Freemason's building? What do they call them? I keep trying to think of what they call they them. They don't call them mosques. It's not temple. Lodge. Lodge. That's they call the them lodges. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get inside of a lodge. And if if the members catch me in there with them Ray-Ban metal lenses or whatever the fuck. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. They better not kick me out because right. I ain't live streaming or anything. <laughs> it's just for fashionable. Documentation. It's for fashionable accessories. Right. Gotta be wearing it. Mm-hmm. It's not to be live streaming. Or um, what happens if you get into one of those lodges and they finally like have the sense that you are an intruder and instead of being human-like, they're <laughs> they just go full predator mode. <laughs> predator. <laughs> like they're fucking like aliens. Every time I think about Freemasons, uh, the the movie um, Eyes Wide Shut. Um, that's yeah. what it reminds me of But obviously they're not doing that type of shit Those parties That's like more of a, a Hollywood type of thing Yeah that's Hollywood elites yeah. Kind of thing But also you know Hollywood and how Hollywood is ran Is real close to You know there's I'm not gonna get into that subject actually yeah. Because that's a scary subject to get into <laughs> But if yeah, listeners, if yeah, ha- if you haven't watched Eyes Wide Shut, that's a movie to watch to like to learn about secret societies and how interesting secret societies it was are. Stanley Kubrick's last movie he ever made. Was it and really? Then Hollywood killed him off. Yeah, that's what happened. Don't believe anyone else. <laughs> Hollywood killed him off. Do you? I always thought it's how not a singular person either. It's just Hollywood in general. <laughs> Why did, why did... That's what the conspiracy theorists always say. It's like, and Hollywood killed them. Right. It's like, who the hell's Hollywood, bro? Just, that's the name, bro. And, it's the, and the members of the elite had them, had them murked. <laughs> I don't understand in, in the um, Eyes Wide Shut movie, though. Why did they need, why did they need conflict between that wife and husband? Do you know what I mean? Like, the movie without... Tom Cruise and his wife, like, it was totally fine without that conflict. The whole plot of the movie is just an affair, right? Yes, it's just an affair. And and she was like, I've been thinking about that man 
for years. And, and he's like, no, no, you haven't been thinking about that man for years. And she's like, yes. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And then that's the whole fucking conflict. But then there's the other half of the movie where it's like where Tom Cruise is getting into this secret society and witnessing all this stuff. And it's so goddamn cool. And yeah, one set of Shabos candles in loving memory of that person. It's so iconic. I when we, we yeah going back. This to is th- going to be framed. It's like when Mr. Krabs <laughs> framed his first dollar. Dude. His first dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, this is gonna be framed and on the set of the Aruga podcast. Right. <laughs> what happened, dude? How about this? How about this on our. On our 100th episode, and we have, like, all the candles, and we have, like, or not the candles, when we have all the cameras and It'll all the setup. It'll be a charity event. Right. <laughs> well, the thing is, we'll have, like, we'll have, <laughs> no, um, I'm going to go to Joe Rogan's um, episode. It was, it was 1666 with Duncan Trussell and the way they start that podcast it's all dark <laughs> and they're and they're wearing like cult outfits and they light a ton of candles and then they start the uh, podcast going and it's so cool <laughs> and I think for the hundredth episode we could do the same thing with those candles. <laughs> yeah, we'll finally light them. Yeah, I, let me look at them. Actually, I can't believe since because I moved. Oh my god, you can't open them. They're no, I'm gonna op- op- no, I'm they're unopened. They're not unopened. I opened them before. Oh my god, I, it's your, not your dirty fingers have touched them. It's <laughs> they're supposed to be priceless. There's one. Oh my god. There's Make two. sure the wicks stay exactly. <coughs> I'm not gonna move the wick exactly like that. They're very nice though, for what they are. Stainless steel. <laughs> yeah, they are stainless steel. Candle wax. A what? Uh, stop it. <laughs> A married woman lights two candles. Single women light one candle. A mother should help her young daughters light, and then light her own candle. It's customary. These are women candles. So basically, I don't know that means what do you like one or two do all the single ladies like one bro do all the married why, one why are the candles only for women what do these jews that's give the us thing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the thing they're special edition that's what i was trying to say they're special edition not for male a, a use. Pushka. That's what I was saying about your dirty mm. fingers. Oh yeah, you're you're right. They you're got tainting the candles. They got male <laughs> juice on them now. You're right. I have sweat. They're now one set of tainted shabbos <laughs> candles. We're, we're well, just gonna keep. Ad- we're gonna keep adding on to the description of them. <laughs> one set. We have one set of tainted shabbos candles so far. Right. Yeah. 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 I can't believe it says on the back that only women should light them. That's so weird. They're no longer pristine. Yeah, that's very true. They've gone down a condition level. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Amen to that. But the quality and price of them still remain the same. So sorry for anyone who is trying to bid lower. And, you know, there'll be an active bid on the com. So, you know, check it out. See if, they, if you want some candles yourself. And if this is your uh, grandparent, please feel free to reach out to us. We'll give them to you. 
Oh, yeah. If you can actually prove that you are related to Rochelle Duchman, we'll actually give them to you for free. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have the same last name or show us the lineage, man. <laughs> <laughs> or else you're capping. <laughs> right. How can we prove it if we don't have your social security? <laughs> That's a JK. We're going to need the security code on the back of the credit card, too. You know, why don't we have your email and password? Dude, dude, dude. I, um, Kai was telling me how he's trying to, he's like trying to find a new place to live. And this uh, apartment that he, that he found, it's like $1,000 a month. And Ruga just has to start a commune. <laughs> oh, yeah. Downtown Cincinnati. It'll That'd be just like, uh, what's that thing in um, California? Uh, and it's got all the, the tent city. Oh, God. Skid Row. Yeah. We're going to start the new Skid Row of Cincinnati. It'll it should be, be nicer, though. It'll be a little bit more bougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And less tense. More commune-like. But there's, let me not, there's not a thing ending in O that would sound cool. Like let me go back alley. to... Right. That's actually interesting. Yeah. We'll coin it Aruga one. Ocean. We'll coin well, it one day. That yeah, true. Let me go back to my original topic though. That um, so Kahio was trying to find a new apartment, and he was like, "I got an apartment for a thousand dollars a month," and but this guy was like being extra sketchy with him, and he sent him an address, but then like the address he f- went to wasn't the same apartment that he, um, that he wanted to go to, or that he wanted to rent. But anyways, um, the landlord was like, "Send me a thousand dollars." Send me a thousand dollars. Send me a thousand dollars. Give me the, give me the deposit. Give me the deposit. He's like, dude, I still want to like talk about if I want to, if, if I like want this place. Things or over. Yeah, of course. And then he was like, but then he also gave, or the landlord gave Kahaya the paperwork to fill out, and it said that he wanted his email and password to his email. He wanted his social security. What? Which social security is pretty standard. Uh, for a landlord, but yeah, dude, he wanted his email and password to his email, and Kyle was like, "No, what the fuck are you talking about?" You know He's what like, is what? A, almost a crazy mistake hmm. that I almost made? What? Buying a house? Well, I don't know. Of course, no listeners are gonna know this place, but buying a house in Dayton, Ohio, right across from a railroad. Oh my god! <laughs> that would have been a mistake. That would have been a huge mistake. But I mean, it was affordable as shit. Yeah. Like and it, and Dane's uh, not that bad of an area. It had a good uh, deck too, like not a balcony. Did you face the deck. river or did you face um that yeah was, that road? I was facing the river. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, the only con was basically it was on a hill, mm-hmm. you know, railroad. But yeah. Do you remember the last apartment or the last uh, place that we were going to live at? That Bellevue house? Mm-hmm. Did you ever check out that Bellevue house before we were? No. Dude. Yeah, you, maybe. I feel like you did. I feel like we walked through it once oh, before. Yeah, we did walk through it. And how close twice. it was to the, the river and how close it was to that park. I still wish that house worked out, dude. Yeah. I still, because that was a thousand a month, bro. Did we ever see the second floor? Yeah, we did, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. A little, was a little weird and aged. Very aged. Very aged. But. I guess that was Ruby. Yeah. 
Hmm. It's fascinating, man. I, you know, I, my next apartment, I hope I can find a good place next. Like I, I, I liked my, I liked my last apartment so much. Moving to here was so bittersweet. Like the, the benefits I have at this apartment, like I have, um, I have a pool table, you know, I got a washing machine, I got a working dishwasher, like that's, that's you amazing. Know, the next type of shit that I could see you in? Hmm. What's that? It's like some iCarly shit. Okay. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Dude, that, that apartment was so cool. I could, dude, having the first floor and it's got, dude, a utility, a utility elevator. God damn, utility elevators are bomb, dude. I don't know. You ever see some of those fireplaces in the middle of the room? No. So it's like a stack in the middle of the room? It's a. I mean, it's probably got a bookcase attached to it and shit. Or like little cubes okay. for storage. Okay. Oh. But, yeah. Are you talking about the metal? The metal fireplaces? Stainless steel, usually? Or maybe they're like. I don't a, know. Maybe they're kind of platinum they go all the way up to the they look like a post yeah 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 no i know what you're talking about but yeah i do i do like those the the like uh central fireplaces Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, instead of like a chimney obviously it's gonna have a chimney Mm -hmm. but like the ones the normal fireplaces are boring I would agree, but I would say like like having a fireplace dude is so cool to be able to have like wood to burn the wood to be able to like have like so something. So you would hate to have an electric one. Oh fuck electric! Because I grew up with wood, with wood ones. Like I grew up with that. Like that was very traditional. Um, and when I when I was growing up, we didn't have oil heat. So what would I would have to do is, I would have to go get um, firewood. So I would like. It's <laughs> like a six or seven year old kid, I would like get a wheelbarrow, put, you know, 12 or 15 pieces of uh, wood and like roll it to my house. And then once I got to the house and make a big stack outside <laughs> and then I would make a little stack inside. And that was my routine during the winter every single day. Jesus. That's what I would do every single day when I was really young. Because, like, my mom, she was working outside, and she was like, I don't have time to do this. Can you please do this? Like, I need you to do this. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So every single day during the winter, that's that was my job, was to get firewood. Now, like, it's very nostalgic. It's, like, very... That does sound primal. It's so like, primal, dude. So so back in the day type shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, um, it, it was just a thing to be able to, like... Uh, to start a fire you know how difficult it is to even if you have a lighter if you have newspaper if you have wet wood like if your wood is damp and just soggy it is impossible to burn that wood and so like you just gotta get so crafty with it sometimes and for how crafty you could get like it was it was very primal. It was very enjoyable. And then once you got that fire burning, and then you turn on the fans for it. We had one of those. I forget what kind of um, fireplace it was, but like once you were able to close it, you could turn the fans on, and it was cool. It was really cool. But then you always had to do something with the ash. 
And that, that was a real weird thing because, like, dealing with Ash was weird, man. I think it's funny that I have more Fortnite screenshots and clips than I do GTA. That's sad. I know. You know what screenshots I have on my phone? The oh Declaration of Independence. Some, I'm glad I... <laughs> what, really? You, yeah. I have I'm screenshots. I'm glad I do have... Um, I have hella clips of GTA for your uh, montage that you need, though. Oh, yeah. It's really nice. I hope you guys all see that in one of the previous episodes. It's called GTA Character Lifestyle, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go check that out. So you actually do have those clips together? Um, I, I do have, like, all of them in the library. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm gonna need those soon. It's really cool. Gotta love the montage. Some of the best clips of my uh, GTA character naturally ma'am naturally uh, how many other p- who like who else can say they made it to 300 300 what rank 300 on gta you're rank 300 on gta yeah stop it legitimately no mods no mods but uh Riker league is is our shit or was our shit in high school mm-hmm we can still probably take on anyone in the tri-state. <laughs> we're we're calling out all the vets. Hey, uh, we got money on it. You know, I I just remember the days where would you would you ever put money on it? Tri-state, um, tri-state league. You know what I would put money on? Pool. I wouldn't put money on G. On what, Rocket League. You wouldn't put money on. We're, we, we, we were, were s- diamond. I know. We were what? so good. I know. I don't care if there's a grand champion in the tri-state. I can take them on. <laughs> I would. My need ego would be so inflated <laughs> if we were at like some league championship <laughs> for Rocket League. Like, okay, yeah. It was like for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And it's just duos, right? We we're getting that back, Preston. Okay. We're, it, we're getting some business funding. Let's just say that. As long as we have a couple weeks to train, I'll be fine with it. I'll put money down on it. It won't be more than we're starting a lot uh, of money. We're st- <laughs> we're starting a professional gaming league with right. the f- with the first game being Rocket League, and we are going to That's be so funny. You division know, champions. You know what we're called? You know what our acronym is? What OG? I know it's OG. Hmm. I know it's OG. But Aruga Gaming, our, bro. It's already <laughs> taken though, which is really sad. O- well, Aruga Gaming's no. already taken. OG's already taken. By who? It's already an esport team. Well, that's fine. We're oh, that's yeah. what you mean. Okay, okay. So that's mm. pretty sad. That is sad. They beat us to it. Yeah, no, what? But you know what? Okay. Us as a duo, we're still OG. So anyone in Rocket League. Come after us, cause we got money on it. At least in the tri-state, you gotta be in the tri-state. <laughs> Do you remember, <laughs> dude? We were such those are the limitations. We were such trolls on um on Rocket League. I remember we were playing like a couple years ago, and it was just just when the uh, war the war in. Are you about to say the Russian thing? <laughs> it was like long live Putin or something like that. <laughs> it just, was um. What was it? Uh, it was something pro war yeah but it was very terrible <laughs> so sorry terrible. sorry listeners but yeah. we we uh put some offensive shit as you would naturally in rocket league well it was and just to be team, trolls though. our team name was like uh, what it was, was it? something putin i know it was like 
dude, what was it? it has God, it was so funny. We were being and the so acronym. The the clan tag was war. Yeah. <laughs> or oh yeah, that's what it was. It was Alpha Putin. Alpha Putin. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny because I remember people taking it real serious yeah. and like during the Rocket League matches would actually give us comments on Especially like, after when we would win. Yeah, dude. And, and we would be like, GG, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. I would always spam that. <laughs> and then it would be the people being like, I hate you. Go Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It was it, such we a would troll, just be, dude. We would just be like geeking because people would be taking the time out of their day <laughs> just to type that shit. <laughs> Dude, it was it was great, and obviously like, it was I'm the one that triggers a response. Mm-hmm. You gotta if you're going into Rocket League or something where your clan tag or clan name is visible, it's gotta be funny. It's got you. Know, it was fun for it's it. It's gotta being be funny. witty, you know. Right. If you have a serious clan name, it's there's no. It takes all the heart out of it. Yeah. Cause you got people replying to you after the match, after you beat them. You salty. They're like in their feelings, bro. Yeah. They're in their feelings, <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck you." Gotta, you you got to set yourself up for that experience mm-hmm. by, by having a witty clan tag and name. Mm-hmm. That stuff was so fun. I will like. I will say that like I. I loved playing Xbox back in the day. You know, like I loved. Um, I loved Rocket League, you know, playing Starfield bug has bit me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I wish that How much time are you spending in Starfield? Um it's probably a day and a half so far. Day and a half. Yeah. Damn. And it came in out, total time? It came out like September first. God damn, dude. That's wild. Yeah. Fuck. How have you like So like Is there anything cool about it? How realistic is it? That's what I want to get to. Like, is it hyper realistic or is it kind of like, uh, is it kind of cartoony? Like, it's not so much about the realism. It's so much about I can planet hop and hop from galaxy to galaxy, and galaxy to galaxy. Yeah, you, you know go, how many stars are in a galaxy? A trillion, you go, bro. <laughs> you go to star systems. Okay. Yeah. And um, it says there's over a thousand planets, but I think it just means that like there's a couple planets and then it's all the planets moons oh so there's like over a thousand that you can explore but the the whole plot is that you're going to each planet to get like a some some planets don't have it but you're just going to each distinct planet that has a superpower attached to it and you're acquiring the superpower to beat more bad guys up sure naturally yeah Naturally, yeah, it's bit me. And then, of course, you could like, what was the um, operate outpost and have like bases and shit on these planets. Mm -hmm. And that's like really a good immersive part about it. I've, I've. uh, Would you want to play it in VR or is it like not one of those (sighs) games? It's a V. Yeah, it could be played in VR. Like, obviously, it's not. It can't be played in VR, but. If it were to be played, I would <laughs> I would want to play it. Yeah. But I don't think it can on meta and the quest and all that. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about, like, you know, I have a computer that I, I watch all my movies on. 
And I was thinking, I was like, man, I wonder if having a VR, like one of those goggles would be, you know, it, it would that be better to consume movies or not? I don't know. Like, I just don't know yet. But he's like, to be able to, to be able to like, let's say you're in the middle of the fucking universe and then you just see a big old screen the size of God right in front of you and you're just floating in space and that's how you're consuming yeah, a movie. It just feels like a real home theater. Y- yes. That's what yeah. I was thinking about. It might actually be worth it. I don't know at what year it'll be worth it. Right. Like, um, say you like you buy one of those Apple headset things. Mm-hmm. What's the the lifespan of that? Like, how much of that money's worth are you getting out of it? Right. I think yeah. it's like right around eight k or something. Mm-hmm. So like that, obviously not worth it in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But if you could get a the the lifespan out of it and shit. Right. It depends. Well, I've been thinking so because you don't have to buy a TV. Right. You, all of your entertainment needs could be met if you're keeping it charged up. Mm-hmm. It's up to you if you're like putting it on some sort of thing every night. But um, gotta put it on the charger, man. Like imagine the little headset um, stand that it comes with. I, I bet that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I bet it's another hundred dollars. What scares me about the <laughs> VR headsets, though, is how close the screen is to your face and to your eyes. You know, Did the you say, is Neuralink the one that's also going to be having, like, augmented reality? Elon Musk mentioned it, yeah. If that is the case, though, then, I mean, I don't know which compe- like, which one would be the best competitor. God, that scares the shit out of me, though. How, are you are you willing to to drill into your skull a quarter inch hole so you can connect probes to your brain so you can surf the internet without your fingertips? Uh, it, be- <laughs> it beats having some weight in your pocket. That's true, but you still gotta plug in your fucking <laughs> spinal cord every night. Yeah. What? So if I had that would be the gross thing. If I had, you'd a, have to power yourself. Right. If I had all the money in the world, I think what would ha- what what I would want is almost like a home theater. But instead of a home theater, you walk into this like dome and it when you walk into this dome, there might be a few couches or just something to be able to look up at the dome. Almost like the Las Vegas thing, the Las Vegas theater. That's a great Good inspiration. Good luck with the funding. Well, maybe not as large. It's uh, gonna have to be government funding. No, no, I'm no, just kidding. no, no. I think you could do it. I, I think I could do this. But I'm just saying, like a small half court basketball like size dome, where you walk in and you just are able to project everything like IMAX, IMAX, or whatever it's called, IMAX. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I don't know why more, like more ceilings should be rounded. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that would look so cool, especially for theater or like living room spaces. Right. I don't know why. Like, I know it's cheaper to have box architecture. It's just much cheaper to have everything squared off because it's easy to measure. It's easy to perform. You have, you know, it. it, It's just much easier in production. But 
when you have rounded off edges and rounded off like ceilings and it's just so much cooler it's just so much just gives this like whole different vibe you know what my aesthetic is tell me if i was rich as fuck Mm -hmm. i would be the one copping the ran down like you know the cincinnati the the ran down warehouses yeah especially the ones with hella graffiti on the side oh yeah yeah yeah. like the ones with uh the smokestack towers Mm -hmm. um i would cop one of those Obviously, I'd have to put all new glass in because all the glass is like knocked out of it for some reason. What's up for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been hell of shit just thrown at it, you know. Right, bricks, rocks for sure. But uh, yeah, those buildings just look hella cool. And then I'd be the type. I don't think I would own a TV. I would dead ass just have a projector in my crib. I wonder if projectors are softer on the eyes than TVs are. Uh, But the city needs to give me some money so I can urban plan all these Mm. all these warehouses, Mm. Mm. make them new living spaces for the public. Right. I have a great agenda. So I'm only 22. We actually are (laughs) urban planners. We have a degree in urban planning. Um, dude, churches, I've been looking, I think churches would be my next vibe. I think I'll buy an, like a ran down church and just redeck it out. Oh my gosh. Talking about evangelical, evangelicalism, (laughs) whatever that damn word is. Okay. Well, it's going to turn into an evangelist. No, I'm just going to, I'm going to, my future home is going to be a church. I'm just going to like buy a church and redo it. Cause like the architecture so cool, how they do the ceiling is so cool, like uh, I know I do like high ceilings. The space too, the space is unmatched, dude. For how much uh, open floor plan there is, and then for how in some churches there's a there's a lot of I don't want to say steeple. What's the word? I dead ass want to build my next house. I don't know why. You want to build your own house? Yeah. Like, mm. I wish I could build it plank by plank, but obviously I would have to, to buy each on like all the resources for that shit. Right. And then figure out the, the wiring. And How about the, this? The plumbing. How about this? I'll help you with my, or I'll help you with your house. Then you help me with mine. How about that? That sounds pretty solid, but mine will be like a a box. That's fine. You know that you know that one image of that box house, and it's just like a diamond shape almost just because it's a box flipped on its side and then it's oh. the small house oh. uh, with the the garage underneath it okay it's, it's a small home yeah yeah i think you did show me but that once that would literally be enough like adequate space mm-hmm. for my living situation because mm-hmm. like what the fuck why like what else do i need right and if i it to expand upon that, if I can't afford a church to live into and restore and like redesign it to be a home, I would do the uh, shipping containers. Yeah, the that's, shipping that's containers. That's a great idea, dude. They make some of the coolest homes out of shipping containers. Some of the coolest homes, and all you need is like four or five shipping containers. Cut them up and done. <laughs> four or five. Good luck finding those. They sell them. Shipped out to your house. Well, they sell them. <laughs> 
They they sell decommissioned shipping containers. You, I would want commissioned shipping containers actually. But yeah, that's, that's going off the high end. That's I don't know. I feel like that'd be forty or fifty thousand for those containers, and I don't feel like that's much. To throw out numbers, I you know to divide up imaginary money is very easy. But we just gotta get in talks with the barge people. Well, you know what? We need we need to talk to Kanye about his urban planning. <laughs> yeah. His domes. Right. His dome living. His, That's his Yeezy versities. <laughs> right. I wonder how those are going, by the, the way. The ghetto university. Mm, man, I was listening to College Dropout recently. That album has a lot of interesting songs on it. A lot of songs I've never listened to, actually. I've never listened to that full album before. And I listened to that full album a couple of days ago, and I was like, wow, this is like you know how not many what times, I thought. You know how many times I listen to All of the Lights on a weekly basis? All of the Lights? Uh, 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 Seven uh, times uh, uh, on a weekly basis. It's uh, a daily occurrence. Really? Yeah. God, that song is so amazing. Turn up the lights and all, baby. I think I, I, think, uh, I sing the distorted parts of that song. More than the actual song. Really? Yeah. What's the distorted part of it? What are you referring to? It's like not Rihanna and it's not Kanye. And I don't know who it is. It's I don't maybe, know what you're referring to, but maybe it's a sample. Mm. But um I don't even know what he says honestly. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm not too sure. That's a great album too. There's a there's a lot of great songs on that graduation album. Uh, that would also be another great uh, thing to get on vinyl is Kanye albums. Mm. Now, the, yeah. now, how would you rank those in terms of which one would you cop on first? vinyl first? I first. think Dark Twisted Fantasy first for me. That's a good one. It's got goddamn Rick Ross on it, dude. Devil, Devil in a New Dress. You cannot go wrong with that song. <sighs> And the guitar s- solo. Oh, God, it's such a good guitar solo. And you're like, is this ever going to like, where's Rick? Come on, Rick, where are you? <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it keeps going and keeps going. I remember I played that song to my mom once. She was like, she was like, how are you into Kanye? I don't get it. And I was like, I'm going to play this song. This is a great <laughs> song to play you. And so I played it, and she was like, this guitar solo sucks. And I just remember being like, I'm never playing any music around you ever again. I'm done. This, I'm tapping out. Like, I'm never showing you music. Because I was just like, mm-mm, you don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, that, that guitar solo is amazing. I'm a big fan. Talking about Rick Ross, Insomniac. It's one of the greatest oh, songs ever made. Dude. By Mac Miller on the Faces album. That feature with Rick Ross is fucking phenomenal. It's so fun. I will say this. Not to be biased. This but is that beat, that production, Mac Miller and Rick Ross on that song together. That is just a, a bomb of a song. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a, this is my hot take, is that Mac Miller, when he has artists coming to his songs and featuring on his songs, he makes those artists... Like top notch 
number one artists. He like Earl and Vince. Yes, dude. And that's how it felt because their verses were on par with Max at the time, and I don't even know how. He just make when other artists come onto his songs, he just makes those artists pop out and have their best fucking features ever. Like Rick's Rick Rick Ross's uh verse on Insomniac is one of the best verses I've ever heard from Rick Ross. It's right up there with Devils in a New Dress. I'm butt naked in my chopper <laughs> with my chopper. With, and then there's that N word <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's such a good song. And it's um Sir De Rocks. What's that is that his name? Sir Michael. Sir Michael, yeah. Sir Michael Rocks. Yeah, he dude, he has some of his best verses on Mac Miller songs, dude. Dude, he's got a great song that has like a crazy ass beat and it popped off and I can understand why Mac wanted like a couple songs with him cuz I got to show you the song. I forgot. It's like called Foreign. Okay. Something. Is this Sir Michael Rocks? Yeah. Okay. But um yeah, he's a great artist. Shout out to Sir Michael Rocks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's dropping stuff anymore, but I used to be a big fan. The rap game has fell off the f- the past four years, three years. You know, you could ha- you hold that opinion, but let me tell you, dude, Drake is just right on par, man. I mean, to be fair, a couple years ago, like more than three and four, we had like little pumps. Oh, yeah. And, like, who else was it? Just them trash-ass SoundCloud rappers. Uh, 69 was around. 69 was a cancerous tumor of this planet. God, and he was, he was playing hardball, but then he was also snitching. <laughs> Which is I'm actually, th- I think he got arrested. Recently? Recently. Good for, good for society. Out of country. Good for society. An out-of-country arrest. Where? Do you know what country? Not know where. Well, he's like in Europe. Was he in Asia? South America, I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah. God, he must stick out like a sore thumb everywhere he goes. Just bleach it at that point, bro. Bleach his hair? Yeah. His hair's white right now? No, I said just bleach it. Oh, yeah, he should, dude. Because his fucking hair is a monstrosity. Uh, you know, you. Uh. uh that's my opinion. I'm <laughs> sure he can live his life however he fucking wants. But like, you stick out like a sore thumb with that hair. You know, that's like a that's like a fucking liability. Imagine going into public anywhere and you're known as 69 and you have that hair, dude. You're just sticking out like a I fucking mean, sore that's thumb. That's like how Ninja is with his blue hair. Yeah, with his blue hair. God, it just like that's a security issue. Yeah. In my eyes. Like, why would you want to stick out cr- like that? Imagine a crazed 12-year-old who's like, that is my that is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ninja! <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having a kid. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> it's Ninja! <laughs> That's who they look up to. I watch him for three hours a day on stream. Like, bro. <laughs> I'm his top donator. <laughs> With my parents' credit card. <laughs> That's horrible. That's so the horrible. The people who have, like, top donators of this stream, I feel like that's very, not clickbaity, but, like, there's got to be a word for it. It's a black hole. It's not fishing for more, but 
but it's like you're displaying the person who sucks up to you or he sucks your ass the most. Who who's that guy? Who's that streamer that you were showing me yesterday with the fake? Or I say fake, oh, but Kai. Kai, that guy is like the epitome of what we're of what you're describing yeah. right now. It's just like you're just, just placating. Having, you have guests on just for clout and publicity, and for it to get, for it to be like quote unquote news. Mm-hmm. And that that video you were showing me of Kai, where he's with that girl, who's the who's the, the fake Zendaya. I was gonna say fake, but just a lookalike. You know, she's yeah. just a doppelganger of Zendaya. It's not a fake Zendaya. It's just a, a girl who looks like Zendaya. It's a woman who's living her life, you know, and she happens to look like somebody else, you yeah. know. And so he has this girl on his on his stream, and he's like, "Look, look, look, look! I have Zendaya with me." And he's face. FaceTiming his dumbass friend right. who's believing him. Right. I, guess, I think it was Aiden Ross or some bullshit. Like, Man. What kind of content is it at that point that you're just trying to have like fake people on? And you, what You can have Offset on your stream, but you can't have Zendaya. Or you're going to ha- like prank having Zendaya on your stream. And it was I was so depressed after you showed me that video because I witnessed this girl literally hurt like just a total destruction of her like of her ego ego. <laughs> she just like completely dissolved in that video because you just see her being like, "Hi, I'm special for a moment," and then he's like, "Ah, she's just a fake Zendaya," and <laughs> you just like see her. <laughs> die in her chair you know you just see her get so depressed in that moment and i just remember taking that in i was like damn i'm so sorry for we're her. never having lookalikes on this damn podcast well i, I i'm not it's just, it's just what kind like, of celebrity status is that it's no you, celebrity status you look like someone <gasps> you look like somebody your, well, your you meat know, bag your meat bag looks like somebody else's meat you know bag. how lame that is <laughs> To have celebrity status of just being a lookalike. That is like, I would hate to be born in that kind of life. Dude, and you know what's funny is that I lived that for about a That's year. Why we're grasping onto our own fame. Right. Do you we m- don't look like anyone. People look like us, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when I was telling you how people were coming up to me? And saying I was looking like that kid who's from on Stranger Things. From Stranger Things, I had lit legitimately Literally, like what is the main character? What, Will, what's was his it, fucking is name? Is it Will? No, Will's the Will's the gay one now. Um, the fuck, Mike. Is, Mike. I looked like Mike. Yeah, yeah, but Mike's got goddamn black hair, like pitch black, basically. Pitch black hair, and he's got and a he's nose got a that's cut. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. All those things but, are yeah. true. And but he, I ha- and he is pretty pale. Yes. That is crazy. You got you got called that twice, three or four times. Three f- Jesus, I had so I. I it must be something in the face or something. I don't, I don't know, know what it is, but it's I, not the hair and it's not the skin tone. Amen to that one. Amen to that one. I'm in. I'm in agreement with you. But let me tell you, dude. At a restaurant, I got stopped by a mom. Who came up to me? I was literally with my family. We were having a birthday dinner <laughs> for my mother. And I was at the dinner, and I literally have a mom come up to me. And I noticed that she was looking at me before she came up to me, and I smiled at her. Be like, I'm about to get some dish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in 
my family at this current moment. Anyways, <laughs> this mom comes up to me and she's like, can I get a photo with you? And I'm like, no. That's even better. <laughs> no, 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 bro. I literally looked at her and I was like, no, you can't get a photo with me. Why? Why do you want a photo with me? And she's like, well, you're that Stranger Things kid. And I told her, I was like, no, I'm not. And she's like, yes, you are. What are you talking about? Yes, you are the Stranger Things kid. Like she was, she was thinking I was lying there's, to her. There's no denial. Uh, that's what and i was like i'll get a photo with you i'm not gonna argue with you anymore like i was like <laughs> you just accepted i was like and she was like no you are that kid and i was like all right i guess i am that kid let's get a photo and i got a photo with her and my family <laughs> once i got back to the table they were like what was that and i told them i was like i explained the whole situation and they're like i don't my family didn't even believe me that that was the situation it was so funny but then i went to i was at an airport and I was flying back to Cincinnati, and one of the airport um, like ticketers looked at me, and then looked at my ticket, <laughs> and then looked at me, and like, "Aren't you the kid from Stranger Things?" And I was like, "And I was like, no." And they're like, "That makes sense because your name's not matching." There's gonna, there's gonna <laughs> have to be a meetup one day. With, you guys are gonna have to battle to uh, be like. I am the only person who looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> and what if what if he tennises that? I wish what if he's like he's like we do have to fight? <laughs> I wish that was the reality we lived in. We have to we have to kill all lookalikes. <laughs> right, right. There can only be one person who looks like. What me. if we start training for it now? What if he starts hitting the bags? I start doing jujitsu and we have a cage fight. <laughs> Shit. I'm gonna change your face, motherfucker, so you don't look like me anymore. <laughs> Facial reconstruction. Uh, yeah, that dude. I I hated getting called a lookalike to that mic guy. That was such a horrible time of my life, and I I haven't had a, I haven't had it happen recently. Thank God. But I, yeah, that was such a weird time. It was a couple years ago, but that's when Stranger Things was out. And once Stranger Things comes out with a new season. It's going to be right back to me looking like Mike again. You're going to get the same call out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once it becomes like, once it becomes part of pop culture again and it becomes popular again, I'm sure it'll ramp up again of me being <laughs> like, Mike, 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 please let me have a photo. <sighs> and I'll just be like. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to be in recluse for the following months. <laughs> yeah. I'm a. Like I don't look like Mike. What happens? What happens if I buzz my hair down to like the just I just buzz my hair? All right, and I'm like, this will save me from the next season of Stranger <laughs> Things. And then he comes with a buzz yeah. cut too. <laughs> oh god, who's your lookalike? I don't know. Let's not find one. Let's not find one. We found like a couple doppelgangers that you have. We in. have we have seen a lot in person. Right. Of like non famous people, but it's we just haven't... people who are wearing wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. Dudes wearing glasses. Right. That are pale. Uh, maybe have long hair. They have long hair. They got that like um always wearing a cap. Always wearing a hat. Yeah. I always see them almost going into a Target. Okay. Like, Your doppelgangers like Target? Yeah. Wow. How fascinating. I've I found that out. Because mm-hmm. 
I've seen myself there three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, dude, that's so funny because I saw a kid recently and I thought it, like, it looked so like me, but I was like looking at him. I was like, huh, will you look at me to see if we both look at each other like we look at each other? You know, like, I was like wondering, I was like, man, could we both have that moment where we think we look like each other? But like, nah. That's funny. It never did happen. But yeah. No doppelganger effect. No, nothing, man. Nothing. Yeah, I, mean, I, the fight for the fight to be the real doppelganger, to the fight to be top honcho, to be no doppelganger. <laughs> Let's just fight to the death. <laughs> There'd be a lot of bald people fighting if that's the case, for sure. And then there's um there's a there's a statistic that says that every there's like a hundred thousand people in the world that look identically like you apparently hmm. i don't know there's like that's st- a uh, statistic that there's so many people in the world and there's only so many limited facial facial features that you can have that you look like a percentage of the population or the a percentage of the population looks identical to you as well and um hmm. it's kind of cool so that like interesting it, like it kind of rationalizes it you know like if you see a person in real life you're like oh my god this is the point oh 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 one percent of the time i'll see somebody who looks like me so you can kind of like rationalize it yeah. but like when you do see somebody who looks identical to you, you're like what the fuck is going <laughs> on right now i'm in the matrix i'm in the matrix bro the that's fuck what is i'm going always on? thinking when i just see someone the same height mm-hmm. same like walk right you're like, did he also have the same upbringing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he like the same stuff I do because we look similar? Yeah. Usually not. No, usually not, but. Well, it's never like, I'm, I'm never going to see an Amish person that looks like me. <laughs> you never know, dude. Never say never. Not chin strapped up today. Oh, that's true. With those kind of beards, too. Yeah. How do the, how are their beards? I think they have no mustache, but they only have chin hair. Right? I think that's how they do it. Yeah, that's how the Amish does it. The Amish I, beard. I heard something about their beards, and it's like they shave their mustache if they're not married. Oh. And they can keep it if they're married. Or they can not. I don't know how it works, actually. Mm. That might just be like some shit I just... Some bullshit I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some false information that you're spewing out. But, like, <laughs> I thought that was interesting. That's cool. That's cool info. Yeah. I wonder if it is true. I, like... um. So, I have this, like, Greek mythology class right now. And we're going over, like, uh, just Greek mythology. And it's fascinating how they distinguish adults between youthful kids because like for men it's you know if if you want to depict uh, a greek person in art and they're not an adult they'll be uh, beardless they'll have a clean shaven but if they're an adult and they want to depict an adult male they'll have a beard and just like kind of signifies the difference between adolescent and adulthood mm-hmm. it's kind of fascinating and their beards look fucking ginormous in their art they're like fucking big old bushy like i don't know yeah just like real 
I guess it is hard to like have a distinction for age in paintings besides gray hair and wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like a massive beard. Mm-hmm. But they don't really depict like oldness. They don't depict like decrepit oldness. They just like they only depict like um age with like stoicism and age with power. Mm-hmm. Which is very funny as well. I've got to get going to the bathroom. Okay. Okay. So. It's been a fun one. Yeah, it has been a nice conversation. We thank you listeners for joining in. Indeed. And you know what? Tell us about your doppelgangers. Do you have any interesting doppelgangers? And don't forget to also check out our merch over Billionaire Boys Club because it is better than theirs. Check out arugastore.com. <laughs> For the best merch and for the best designs. Because they're original and they were created first. <laughs> <laughs> we're not no copycats. Yeah, 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 yeah. All we're, right. We're coming for you. Oh my God, we are. All right, people. You have a lovely day. Enjoy yourself. Thank you for listening and hopefully we'll catch you at the next one. Bye bye. And we got to be ready. Visit arugastore.com today and enter the discount code OP15 for 15% off your order on all Aruga merch. Free shipping for orders over $50 is available as well. Thank you. The Aruga Podcast. Somehow somebody's always looking the other way. Now look at these guys. They look busy, right?